All right, bradcooney.com. I'd like to welcome to the show recording artist Volcanic Grip. Yo, what is up, man? Thanks for joining the show. Yo, yo, what's up? What's up? Oh, no, not much, man. Just keeping busy on my end, and you're a busy guy, too. Um, all right, so let's get into this. I've read through your bio. You got, a, and actually, I listen to your music, too, which I really like. So let's talk about the single. You got this single called About Me. Let's start there. Give me a little backstory on that song. Um,. About me, uh, it was a it was a big turning point for me in my uh, music career as as it it just started. Um, I just got out of a out of a weird situation with the uh, with the label trying to sign me uh, illegally and all that. So you know, it's kind of like a revenge song a little bit. Um, you know, boastful. You know, real cocky. Uh, kind of a you know you almost got me type of thing. So yeah, that's where that came from. It was a, it was a deep energy, and I feel like that's what was the turning point. You know, I've, I've been in and around in some capacity in music for 35, 35, almost 40 years now. And um, I play, I'm a musician myself. I've been playing guitar for 30-something years. But I've seen some real scumbag, cutthroat, just fucking losers in this business, man. And it's, you know what? Normally it's not the musicians. It's the people that run the, the industry. Exactly. Exactly, but you know, you know, that's it's kind of I love. That's what I love about the business. Honestly, if it was, if it was nice and pretty and like you know, just like a doctor, you know, you go get your degree, you do this, you do that. Like I wouldn't want to do it. I like the I like the challenge. I like the, mm-hmm. the treacherousness of it. Mm-hmm. Survival of the fittest, man. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So, um, are you going to drop a video on this? Have you dropped the video yet for the song? No, not yet. It's coming out soon. I'm actually at my uh, videographer's house now um, as we're editing it up and actually getting prepared for um, Black Magic's uh, yeah, I saw video that. as well. I saw that. So who does your production work? Yeah, both of those over, over 10,000 streams right now, so we're excited. We're going to do videos for both of them. Yeah, that's what's up, man. That's a big difference between now and when, when I was coming up, man, because it's all social media. It's like iTunes. Everything's digital now. Uh, as opposed to, uh, you know, record deals. and I mean, there's still record deals, but it's just the music industry has really changed um, yeah. dramatically. I mean, it's changed a lot since, like, the 80s and the 90s. Way different, yeah. There's no button. There's no more standing outside, you know, <laughs> with, your, uh, with, your, with your CD handing it out at the gas station anymore. That's not the, <laughs> you know, that's yeah. not the way anymore, man, I'm telling you. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And if you could be, really, social media is like a huge tool that, that I didn't have and, and, and people in my age, you know, age. And we have it now for, for, you know, a little late in the game. But coming up, there's no such thing as Twitter and Facebook and SoundCloud and iTunes. So it's actually a pretty important tool to have since the music went that way. I mean, and you do a pretty good job using that your social media, I'm, I'm guessing. Yeah, exactly. I think it helps the artist. That's most important, you know, because I think there was a little time where artists weren't getting paid as much for their mm-hmm. music, you know, with all the pirating and everything. So yeah, man. You know, it also it also gives musicians a little more fair chance to to, to, to make money. I mean, let me let me rephrase that because back in the record, you know, back in the record store days where bands get signed you mean the, the holy grail was for a musician was to get signed by a major label and of course that label you know funds you they they, they you know they put you out on tour yeah you know and then of course you get radio plays and you, and you want to sell records um so now you know there's there's musicians like for example I hate to use this one but justin bieber for example he got discovered on youtube i mean by another musician 
Um, yeah, and then everybody knows exactly what, uh, what Soulja Boy was talking about earlier about how he got on with the internet. So yeah, man, it's just so much, you yeah. know. So talk about Black Magic. What's that song? Give me the backstory on that one. Uh, Black Magic is the continuation of About Me. Um, it's the storyline as far as video goes. Um, what a lot of people are going to see. Um, you know, the whole everything is, is a series, so they'll see the storyline what's going on. But Black Magic is a is a boastful, sexy song. Um, it's kind of a, a, a you. What is it? A, a simile or a mm-hmm. metaphor for you know what I am when I you know with the woman or 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 if I'm doing any type of work or anything like that. I'm I'm doing Black Magic, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, man. You know, you're you're a storyteller. I, I listen to your song about me and. There, there's, there's a certain you have a certain gift where you and you've really painted a good picture for me, and that's really big for me. When I listen to music, no matter what the genre is, I got to be able to visualize some shit. I got to be able to, you know, the beat and rhythms one thing that's great, but I like, I like to hear a story. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I grew up with listening to, uh, you know, uh, Kid Cudi, Kendrick Lamar, Sade. Um, yeah. Let's see. Uh, Lincoln Park, you know all these all these people. Um, Thirty Seconds to Mars, who who did a little bit more, you know, when it came to music. So you always want to embody those people and and try to promote that same feeling they gave you. You mentioned Sade. That's that's my that's more my era. Um, oh yeah, my dad was always. You see, my dad, you know, he passed away already, but he he was he would be like seventy something right now, seventy six. Yeah. So he listened to everything. That's cool. So you got it. You got it. It really helped you, you know. So you can be a diversified. With, exactly. Uh, yeah. What's Sade doing with herself these days? Is she still in the business? Do you know? Oh yeah. She. I mean, she makes about like I don't know a song or two a year for for. Um, she made a song for um, what's that? Wrinkle in Time. I oh, love that okay, song. Yeah, um, yeah. Can't remember the name of it, but yeah, she. You know, yeah. I think she's one of those people who isn't too pressed about sales or anything. She's got a. Uh, she's already made that money. Yeah, she's got a um, she's got a fan base that is always gonna be yeah. interested in whatever she's putting out. So she's yeah, gonna, you know, that's, that's true. She already has a brand. She already has the following. Um, exactly. So she's set. What about you? Have you thought about doing like music for soundtracks and movie movie stuff? Uh, that's really what I you know I prefer to do. Um, you know, I'm I'm very heavy in paying attention to the rap game and everything. I love it. <laughs> You know, everything that goes on in that, but uh, I think I belong um, in soundtracks and stuff like that with my type of my yep. type of uh, basses and everything. Yeah, that's why I actually brought it up, because when I listened to your song, I made that connection. I was like, you know, this song, I could hear this, you know, I could hear this song, like, at the end of a movie when the credits are going up, um, <laughs> or in the, or the yeah. beginning of the, or, or in the beginning of the movie. Um, yeah, Black Panther is my my producer, B. Burner. He, he was thinking that it should go on Black Panther or, or something like that. Yeah, that would not have sucked. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that movie maybe did. Old- maybe in the second Black Panther, Black yeah. Panther too, huh? Yeah, that movie did pretty good, huh? Jeez. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it was awesome. What we needed. Yeah, for sure, man. I mean, long way, 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 way overdue, way past due. Absolutely. Right, right. All right, so you're from the are you from the ATL or you just happened you move there? Are you born and raised ATL? Uh, yeah, I I was born and raised here. I don't talk like it. Uh, my mom was from Detroit, was a teacher. You know, I went to I went to some southern uh, southern cities schools for a little bit, but then when I graduated from some in Fayette County, got a little bit of both worlds there too. So, are you uh, my whole 
Miami is from Atlanta. Are you doing much live performing down there? I've done some at uh, Cat's Cafe. Yeah. And um, what's the other one? Apache. You know, not much. You know, I, I kind of want to wait now. I don't think it's been about a year or two since I've done a performance. I'm going to wait till. I get a little bit more known online before I go out. Yeah, and that's another thing that's different in the music business nowadays. Um, since you have that, 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 the digital stuff, you know, you have that in your pocket. You have the online, so you can build your arsenal. You can build, you can drop songs on YouTube. You can expand your followers and then hit it, and you already have, you already have a following. Um, back in the 70s, 80s, and 90s, they, they didn't have that. It was, you know, a record label liked you, you know, the, the, they put you on the radio, and then that's how you amass your, your fan base. So, it's, it's really two different worlds. But it's, it's, it's really interesting how music's changed like that. It really is. Yeah. All right, so what is your, um, what, so what are your, what are your goals for the rest of the year? So before 2020 gets here, what do you want to, what do you, where do you want to be at? Just really creatively, man. I don't. I don't. I'm not really looking at successes or anything. I just want to have the story that I want to write um, written and, and shown to the world uh, in the in the I guess schedule that I want it to be. So mm-hmm. by the end of this year, I should have six to seven videos released. You know, um, so everyone can see the story, and then I might have some more going on next year. It's a whole series, so it's gonna be good. A good story for everybody to listen to and, and see. Now, do you write all the the music and the lyrics? You put it all together. Is that all you? Yep. That's impressive. Yep. See, me, me, and uh, me and my producer. I have a producer though. See, we ca- we collaborate on the beat. I uh, normally yeah. write play piano. I started playing piano. So really? And he uh, he'll he'll write a beat to a song I made or something like that on the piano, and then I'll write my lyrics to it. Nice. How long have you been doing the piano? Since I was four. Nice man. How many how many instruments do you play? Uh, I can play percussion and uh, saxophone a little bit. Nice, very good, man. I love that about musicians when they when they start really. As a matter of fact, a cool, cool, quick story. Well, you know, of course, Prince, the legend himself, he was on The View before he passed away. Maybe a year or so before he passed away, he went on that TV show, The View, and uh-huh. it was a surprise too. He just he just walked out. Nobody knew he was going to be there because he was doing a show in New York City at night and he was going to give away some tickets. But anyway. Um, so they, had, they he sat down with the, with the panel and he said uh, they asked him about um, just a few things about the, the current day music and one of them asked Prince what his opinion of Justin Bieber and, um, is and you know Prince is you know Prince you know he's not going to be a, a dick or nothing you know what I mean he was but he kind of like said you know he needs to pick up an instrument is what he said. <laughs> That's like so Prince too, man. He, he was just being nice about it. He's like, "Look, man, the kid can dance. Yeah, he can, he can sing a little bit." But if you, basically, what Prince was saying, if he really wants full respect, he really should pick up an instrument and start learning some you know, that way. So I thought that was interesting. I think yeah, that's that's interesting. Yeah, but um, I don't know. I know I know he knows how to play a little bit now. Maybe he took his advice. He could have. He could have, man. Um, all right, so. Who are some of your musical influences coming up? You mentioned Sade. Anybody else? Uh, Kendrick Lamar, Tupac. Uh, Tupac. Uh, let's say uh, 30 Seconds to Mars. 
a Kid Cudi, all these people in my high school as far as, you know, influencing my, my music because that's when I started writing music when I was about 16. You know, I would say 90% of my guests on my show, when I ask that question, Tupac comes up. Yeah. I mean, he's just, I mean, hey, if you if we, you're not under a rock, that's who, that's who everyone played, so. Yeah, I admire the guy. He was, he was a leader. He was a pioneer, trendsetter. He didn't follow nobody. Yeah. Um, crossed over into movies. And I think it's important to keep saying it because eventually we're going to get to a generation who might not know who Tupac is. I know I asked my brother. He didn't know who he was, so we have to keep saying it, you know, even though it sounds appended to us. You know, there's some four-year-old, five-year-old out there who's never heard the name. So true, man. You know, and that and that's across all genres of music. Like you can ask a ten-year-old now who the Beatles are or the Doors, Led yeah, Zeppelin. A lot, last, of, a lot last of them. Watched the interview where somebody said the Beatles. <laughs> yes. You know, no one's gonna know who, who they're talking about. So yeah, it's so true, man. It's a great point that you made. All right, man. So um, what else you got going on, man? I, I touched on the singles, uh, the videos coming up. Two videos coming up. Um, anything else? Anything else in the pipe you want to talk about? Uh, yeah, man, we got this song called um, "They Get It Right Sometimes." They get it right sometimes. Yeah, and I and, and just as a metaphor, it would be as if as if you grew up as a kid and your parents were the Joker and Harley Quinn. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Guys got some creativity, man. It's that experience is what we're expecting. Yeah, man. So. Yeah, you got a uniqueness about you, man. It separates you. I like that, man. That's, that's respect. That's good. Appreciate it. All right, man. So before I let you go, let me give you an opportunity to tell all the fans out there where they can get your music and where they can follow you on all your social media websites. The mic is yours. Yeah, um, iTunes, uh, Instagram is Volcanic Grip, um, just like that. Um, no dots, no spaces, no underscores. Um, and then all of my music is mostly on Spotify um, as far as the quickness of it. So if I'm releasing something real quick, go to Spotify. And uh, we're going to be having stuff up on YouTube as well soon. Volcanic Group, you guys will see it up there. Here it is, man. Well, look, I appreciate you doing this. Come back on the show, man, when you got some, some new stuff to talk about. Yes, sir. I right. appreciate it, I appreciate you, man. Have a good night, all right? Thanks.